You're listening to Tech Talk Central. We are live here at Battle Hack Athens. We are really excited because uh, right next to me, uh, Robin Johnson is sitting. Who is Robin Johnson? Robin Johnson is the uh, developer evangelist of SendGrid. And I don't think I will, take, uh, I will tell you more about this uh, since he is next to me and he will be t- uh, telling us all about SendGrid, his role there, and why is he here in Athens for the Battle Hack Athens? Sure. Uh, so SendGrid is a, a proven cloud-based email platform that delivers over 18 billion customer emails a month. Um, SendGrid was formed in around 2009 uh, in the Techstars program in Boulder, Colorado, um, and has been growing ever since. Uh, we send email for customers such as Spotify, uh, Uber, etc. We send any email you ever get. You know, when Uber, when you get a ride receipt or a Spotify receipt, that's sent through us. Um, so, as, as you stated, I'm a developer evangelist at Syngrid. So, my job is to get out into the community and empower developers uh, via our API um, and help them, mentor them, teach and learn uh, and build a community around our product. Um, the community team now at Syngrid has been uh, going for about three years. Uh, and it's, you know, it's still growing and growing. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that's it, really. So, are you based in uh, Boulder, Colorado, or uh, here in Europe? So, I am actually based in London. Uh, there's only the two of us in the London office, myself and my colleague Martin Davies. Uh, we have offices all around the world at Singrid. So, we have Boulder, Colorado, Denver, Colorado. We have San Francisco, New York, Sao Paulo, um, Tokyo, Japan, London, and we have a person in Rotterdam in the Netherlands as well. And uh, tell us uh, a little bit uh, more about uh, the hackathons that you are attending. So why is SendGrid uh, partnering and, sp- uh, and be, uh, helping hackathons uh, the last couple of years? Sure. Uh, so SendGrid's been involved in a lot of hackathons. Over the past couple of years, we've sponsored some of the biggest hackathons in the world. Um, and I've, attended, I've had the privilege of attending a lot of those myself. Uh, the reason being, hackathons are a great creative place for people to come and learn. This is one of my biggest kind of... Um, emphasis is on you know what a hackathon is it's a learning experience pr- primarily so for me if i can come along to the event and help somebody build something whether it uses our api our api or not it doesn't matter um, but obviously with it being a learning experience this means i can come along and i can teach people about the sangrid api and how to use our product um, so we've been doing hackathons now for a couple of years um, and we've been involved with battle hack for the, for the same amount of time really um, so I've, I did uh, most of the European battle hacks last year, and I'm doing all of them this year. Uh, so tell us uh, a bit uh, more about the, the hackathons that you've attended. Have you seen anything spectacular? Any probably ideas that have uh, uh, went forward and created a company, incorporated, and maybe uh, they're a big hit now? <laughs> Sure. Um, so every hackathon I go to, I, I do see something spectacular. Um, whether it goes off to form a company or not, that's that's a, a different matter. Um, me personally, I don't think hackathons are about forming companies. I think they're about learning and building something cool. Um, but, you know. Um, so um, how many hackathons have you attended in the last year? Oh, wow. Um, I've probably been to maybe 25 hackathons in the last year, something like that. Are they all based here in Europe or um, anywhere in the world? No, so I actually also went to one in San Francisco, uh, LA, actually it was in LA, and New York as well. So probably you've seen a lot of developers and from different regions. Do you think that there's a big gap between developers from other countries? 
Um, generally, I see uh, different trends, obviously, naturally, with, with be it you know language trends or technology trends, wherever we are in the world. Um, but generally, the, the kind of the people who sponsor the hackathons, we, we, we kind of see them in the same region. So, for instance, when I when we're in a hackathon in the states, we often see the same sponsors that we would hear in Europe. You know, such as Sangrid, might you might see Twilio as well, um, the likes of those. Uh, so, tell us a bit more about uh, a developer starting his career. Uh, what would you advise him to to do? Uh, what kind of skills he should develop? Uh, what do you do you think from your point of view that are really important? To, to grow uh, and probably uh, have a, a career that he was he was he's dreaming right now. Okay, uh, so I have a, a fairly controversial point of view on this. Uh, I I dropped out of school at sixteen, um, and because I'd been teaching myself software since I was about thirteen, I formed my first company when I was sixteen, building crappy websites for crappy clients. Um, but this is a path that I'm incredibly glad that I chose. Um, and I really do believe that the best way to learn is to be self-taught. Um, whether that's just me or not, I can't really focus in a classroom environment. I can't learn like that. I can only learn by doing. Um, but most developers I, I come across are actually pretty much the same. You know, the, you need to you know, get an example and then you get started and then you build something and then you learn from that. Um, so, yeah, kind of my advice to people starting out in the development world is pick a language that looks nice and easy one to learn first is usually Python or Ruby. They're great languages to learn at first. Um, obviously, don't learn a framework. This is one of the biggest things I can I can say. Do not learn Ruby on Rails. Learn Ruby, okay? Um, this is a big kind of thing. People starting out, you know, they want to build a web application, so they go on to learn about the web framework without actually learning the core language underneath. Um, really, what we should be focusing on learning is programming paradigms okay how we should be programming in different styles and then second secondary to that we should be learning the language and then once we've learned the language then we can move on to le- learning a framework such as rails or django or whatever so um for example if i'm a python developer uh, what kind of framework would you recommend okay um so there's a few uh, big big python frameworks around obviously the biggest being django which is a complete you know, all-in-the-box kind of uh, framework that's incredibly popular in the Python community. There are smaller ones than that, um, yeah, kicking around, such as Pyramid and things like that, which are kind of a little bit more bare-bones. Um, but yeah, Django is probably the biggest one. And uh, what kind of uh, trends do you see for the next years? Uh, meaning uh, any any language or any kind of... Uh, uh, maybe there is a gap and there's a language that's not there yet. Absolutely. Um, so over the past couple of years, obviously, the, one of the biggest trend that I've seen and I've been a part of is, is Golang, which is Google's imperative programming language. Uh, Go kind of started out in 2009, um, and it's grown a lot ever since. It's an incredibly popular language. On top of that, at the moment, I am particularly fond of the language Elixir, which is uh, a functional language built on top of the Erlang VM that has a kind of Ruby-ish syntax. Um, I'm seeing trends kind of all over the world that follow these languages, okay? People are kind of moving away from Ruby and Python to more kind of uh, languages such as Go. Uh, There's a new language uh, that's owned by Mozilla called Rust. That's growing as well. Um, So I see these communities kind of building around the world. The biggest one I I think that over the past couple of years would be Golang. So uh, now we are entering uh, an era of um, how they call them, IOT era, uh, Internet of Things, Internet of Everything. You can call it whatever you like. what would you advise an, a developer to to start uh, looking into uh, if if he's a, if he's a new developer and doesn't really know what to to do with? 
Sure. Um, so I, I guess that probably the same way that I got into in things. So find yourself a, a cheap hardware hacking kit starter kit uh, that comes with an Arduino or a Spark car. And they're very, very cheap. They're easy to pick up. And there's 100,000 tutorials online about how to get started. Uh, my advice would be just pick up one of these kits and then just start building things. Start building, you know, hilarious little things that flash lights or maybe play music, whatever. Um, it's a really great space to get into. Well, um, the hackathon here uh, has a, a theme for social entrepreneurship. Uh, how do you see that uh, going uh, in the next couple of years? Uh, meaning... Uh, do you think it's important to have a, an awareness for social entrepreneurship? Sure. Um, so I guess one of the focuses of this hackathon is, is obviously building something for good. Um, I'm guessing that's what you mean by social entrepreneurship. Uh, there are a lot of you know, startups coming through some of the accelerator programs right now around the world who are doing this kind of thing. Obviously, every startup should be formed to make people's lives easier, right? Like every, every, every product is all about making somebody's life easier. Um, these social good startups are more about making life better for people, okay? And again, it's incredibly important, I feel. Um, and th there's a big trend of this growing throughout America, probably bigger in America than it is here in Europe, but it's definitely growing here in Europe too. So, um, do you have any other uh, probably remarks uh, that you would advise uh, a developer? Um, not really, just kind of go at your own pace and just start building things the big the biggest piece of advice i can give is just hack you know that's what hackathons are all about just build something try and pick a language and just see where it goes so basically get your hands dirty get your hands dirty exactly. <laughs> um so um one last thing um if uh, someone wanted to be a developer evangelist what do you think that the skills um he, he or she uh, should have Okay, uh, so to, to be a developer evangelist, um, you, you've got to be as much ha hacker as you are hustler, okay? You've got to know a couple of programming languages, preferably. You've got to be able to travel a lot. Um, so, you know, if you, if you don't mind being away from home 70% of your life, then that's fine. Um, but one of the biggest things that you need to avoid is burnout. And this is something that I've seen as a developer evangelist. I've done it for around 30 months now, which is longer than most. Most people burn out between 18 and 24 months and move back into an engineering role. Uh, I'm still going somehow. Um, but I, I have actually burnt out twice myself and then had to take a couple of weeks off to recover. Um, so the biggest tip I can give for people to avoid burnout and to be a successful developer evangelist is say no. You can't do every event. You can't say yes to every single event that comes up and be away, you know, three times a week like I did over the past couple of years. You can't do that. You need to pick events. You need to pick events which might have the best return, um, where you can influence the most developers and you can, t you know, you can kind of teach the most people. You need to pick those events and then say, okay, I'm going to do those ones. So prioritize things and say no to the, you know, the less perhaps less good hackathons whatever so optimize your time <laughs> yeah absolutely so um i would have to say that it was a really uh, insightful uh, interview uh, that was robin uh, johnson uh, the developer evangelist of sandcrete um, he talked about mainly what developers uh, should do uh, what uh, tips uh, he gave us are were really important and Thank you very much for that. This is uh, Sykes Trendafilakis for Tech Talk Central. Thank you very much for your time. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.